When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Yes, it is Combine Week. As the league year and chaos around the NFL creep closer and closer, this is the week where NFL executives and agents get drunk together over stakes and Manhattans in Indianapolis and concoct trade and free agency ideas. It's mm-hmm. a glorious time to be alive, gentlemen. This is the, the week that if you work in the uh, league and have an expense account, <laughs> you are sparing no expense. <laughs> Owners are paying a lot. That's all I have to say. And I'm not talking about a lot for players. I'm just a lot for dinners at, at St. Elmo's, for drinks. Jerry Jones' bus oh, yeah. shows up. The big Cowboys bus just shows wow, up. That sounds fun. Drunken festivities. It is. Um, it's quite the party down at the. Do you, do you think? Uh, do you think the Wilfs are going through line by line on some of the expense reports? Uh, did you really need the? Uh, you know, did you really need two bottles of water in the hotel room there? Uh, you know, those are four dollars and fifty cents a piece. You know, Quasi, how many feeds do you need each day, Quasi? If you could just pay for this, that'd be great. I mean, we're just gonna have to kick this one back. Roasted uh, barbecue almonds from the hotel room snack bar. I don't know. Those were seven dollars and twenty five cents. Not sure if that was necessary. Potato chips. Those. I mean, you know. I mean, it's fine to get drunk, but you're gonna have to pay for those yourself. A little snacky there late at night. So, all right. This is Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. Presented in part by TCL, one of the world's best selling consumer electronics brands. They have a new lineup of award winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. So I don't know about you guys, but I have Kirk Cousins fatigue. Okay, I don't know. You guys always want to talk about Kirk Cousins on the show. And every day I'm telling you guys, no, no. The audience hates it. I'm sick of it. Mm-hmm. That's not true. Change no, the topic. Whatsoever. No, That's, um, I know. But this is Combine Week, and uh, Judd has a list of non-Kirk Cousins-related yep. things that the Vikings should have on their checklist, Yes, their to-do list between now and the league year. Yes. So uh, we'll take Kirk Cousins, and some of these might apply to Kirk, you know, peripherally or directly. But sure. this is a non-Kirk Cousins list of priorities that the Vikings should have in front of them the next couple weeks. Got it right here Good. on the notepad. Combine to-do list. It's going to be four things because five because five is Kirk. Five is Kirk. So I uh-huh. so basically what I've done is I have formatted the Vikings combine to-do list with four essential things. Perfect. Oh, look who's got the home production that. kit. Look at that. I Is got it too a... loud? Is it too loud? No, it's, no it's good. It's, it's, it's good. It's good. My, I can't really open my jaw that 
wide still. After, yeah, are you after... still numb? I'm not numb, but my jaw is in. If there's a checklist of jaw pain uh, on that for, for the Vikings and to me, Judd, that'd be great because because I had three needles in all sides of my jaws. Sure. Had a bunch oh, yeah, of a how many cavities again? Things. Five, four. That's a lot. Brush your teeth, kids, and go to the yeah. dentist every six yeah. months, yeah. or you'll wind up like yeah. Declan, yeah, slurring kidding. Kirk Cousins' takes on yeah, Score North TikTok. Don't wait eight years between or ten years between oh. trips to the dentist, and uh, you, too, will Should be better the off. other guy. Yeah. yeah, four shots, man. <laughs> it's a lot of numbness. Okay, so we got four things. We got four things, and because and, five is Kirk. But let's start with this one. Number one on my... Uh, Crazy eh, O'Connell to a certain degree to do list though is involves the Vikings management and elite athlete management, which happens to to represent none other than Daniil Hunter. Okay. Oh, like the agency, the agency. Yes. Elite athlete management and, and the Vikings are going to to have to sit down and talk because as we all know by now, it's been well-established on the fifth day of, the league year, which starts on March 16th, Daniel Hunter is due an $18 million roster bonus. And that's that's the key word, roster bonus, because that's going to immediately count if it's paid out as such against the salary cap, okay? So there are options here. There are options here that unless Hunter says, I want out, this can be worked out. We can work it out, okay? So here's how. <laughs> You can look to to it's a great, re- tes- great Tesla cover song right there. <laughs> oh, fantastic! Thanks, Paul McCartney. We can look to rework the contract or convert it to a signing bonus. Now it's semantics, but it's it's important. Roster bonus means that that is going to count against your cap immediately. If it's converted to a signing bonus, that that is going to spread spread it out through, I believe, the final four years of his contract. Now yes. here's the important thing to keep in mind. The last two years of Hunter's deal, so 2024 and 25, are voidable years, which he is almost 1,000% not going to play under as a Viking. That does not mean he won't get an extension. That does not mean he will be gone for sure. But this current contract pretty much is guaranteed to run through 2023. But you can spread out, if it makes sense, you can spread out the signing bonus hit through four more years, which means that you could be paying him to not play, essentially. But here's the other factor here. If you do that, you give yourself approximately savings for 2022 in the cap of $13.5 million. Mm -hmm. That does not get you completely compliant yet on the first day of the league year on March 16th because you are – you are $16 million and change over that. But what it does do is it brings the cap hit way down. It gets you on track. Last thing on this contract, though. So so as of right now, not touching it, Hunter's cap hit for 2022, gents, is $26.1 million. Yep. That cap hit and salary comes down to 8.6 in 23. There is a chance that if Daniil wants to stay, this entire contract can just be reworked. All of this has to be decided. The only thing that looks certain is I don't think there's any way on God's green earth that the Vikings are going to pay an $18 million roster bonus on day five, which would be March 21st. 
I think that there's a good chance that worst case, it's just converted to a signing bonus. That is number one on the list. So this is a deep dive into like capology here, NFL capology. But basically, last year, Daniil Hunter and the Vikings decided, hey, because of your you sat out a year with the surgery. We love you, but we and, and you're probably not in a great position to maximize your value because you haven't played in a year. So let's just put an albatross roster bonus in play for March of 2022, and then we can just sort of figure it out then. Right. And now is when they have to figure it out. Correct. <laughs> so I think unless he forces a trade, I, I think the odds are that he is a Viking in 2022. But we don't know to what extent did he want to play in a 3-4 defense, to what extent did he, you know, he he wasn't one of the players we really heard from after Mike Zimmer was thrown out the door. We heard from Eric Kendrick said the culture of fear. Maybe Daniel Hunter loved playing for Mike Zimmer and is kind of a die on the hill for Mike Zimmer guy. But um, it'll all play out over the next couple of weeks. Yes, and th- this is one where I'm not going to be surprised if, if they actually um, tear up the contract and do... A, a new contract. If Daniel Hunter wants to play in in a three four base, I I think that you say hell yes, right? So like I I don't see a big problem here unless he says basically I mad screw you. Yeah. The thing with with him is he doesn't really talk much, and so it's not like there's uh, a circulation of Daniel's mad. No, he's not right. It, it's mm-hmm. not like. Didn't, so he delete, didn't he delete some Viking stuff time. from Instagram last year? He did. He did. Yeah. But I don't think I don't think he's unhappy now. And as we all know, deleting stuff from the gram these days has become a plea for attention. We don't know. It's become tiresome. Quit doing that. Players, quit doing that. I want to see You're Judge jerking us around. Delete all the score gonna, north and purple daily stuff yeah, from your should, entire timeline. We everything. should all do that at some point. <laughs> all right, that is number one on on my list. On to number two, Vikings combine to do list. This one also lots of contract talk, but very intriguing. So I did a deep dive, and we got a note from a person on Twitter which had a good point. We often refer to on this show in the past few weeks. Um, we talk about restructures, negotiations, and as the person said, restructures are things that the club has the right to do, but yes. they don't have to like go and sign off and be like, will you allow us? They can just basically enforce it. But that's not to be confused with, I'm going to flat out cut your pay, which is a renegotiation of a contract, which is much different. So yes. like, and, and so as I looked through this i've got um i've got four names i've got four names of of guys and i think that we can have a conversation here and i think that these these talks will be um will take place in in indy between quasi and the agents um we could be talking about in some cases restructures and in some cases we could be talking about changes to the contract that will fundamentally change that person's pay okay adam Thielen, harrison smith Eric Kendricks, Michael Pierce. Now, in Hunter's case, I think you're going to keep him happy. Like, I think he's still considered elite. I know that in the last two years, he's only played seven games. But I don't think he's going to be the first guy that you say, dude, we got to cut your pay. I think that you're going to look to try and and keep him as happy as possible. But let's start off, gentlemen, with 32-year-old Adam Thielen. From here, that's what I hear. 
He's from Minnesota. Played at Mankato or something? I don't know. Uh, the NSIC Conference, I believe. Okay, I'm not familiar State. with his background. I'm not. I, I, I can with tell his that background. Declan's teeth hurt when he talks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yep. not fun. <laughs> some ginger, some yeah. ginger molars. He's looking there. good though. He's, ah. He still looks good. Um, so, so Thielen's cap hit for the 2022 season is scheduled to be 16.9 million dollars. Okay, third highest on the team. Flat out, way too much. Flat out, way too much. Now, if you cut him tomorrow, um, you save five point eight million dollars. Uh, you then, but you take on if he's cut tomorrow, a dead cap hit of eleven point one. So, I think the ideal thing here is not a not a restructure, but a negotiation that cuts his pay. If not significantly, it certainly cuts his pay. Uh, but this is a guy whose cap hit and whose contract at his age needs to come down. But I think he'll get that. This is an interesting one. And, and, and when you talk about renegotiations, that's usually, hey, the guaranteed portion of your contract is running out soon. And uh, so if you want more guaranteed money, then we'll give it to you. It'll be less than you were making before. Yep. And we're kind, we're kind of getting to that point with Thielen in the next year or two. He's got three years left on that contract. Uh, just to zoom out from the contract stuff, I have zero interest in taking weapons away from the Vikings' offensive passing attack. Mm-hmm. So, And I'll even pay him the money that's on his current contract for 2022. Like He's definitely one of the best red zone targets in the NFL still. He's one of the most reliable sets of hands of any receiver. Like So I, I have no desire to... To burn the bridge or to haggle or nickel and dime here, would it be nice if he took a more team-friendly contract? Yes, uh, but this is the first year of the biggest contract of his professional career. 2022, it, k- it kicks in. Mm-hmm. So, you know, let the guy... I-, I would say if there's a way to reshuffle some money here, so be it. You So you can... I believe you can convert part of his base salary if you needed to without even talking to him or his agent, Blake Barrett's. Uh, into a signing bonus and then push more of that money into 2023-24. So I think he's likely for a restructure as opposed to a renegotiation. And then next year, when there's less guaranteed money on the table, then he'd be in line for a renegotiation, if you will. But under no circumstances am I saying goodbye to him unless some team like wants to give me two first-round picks or something. Sure. Like He is central to the Vikings' passing attack. I'll bring that cap and, uh, and he is a team leader. Yeah. So. Okay, mm-hmm. number two, Harrison Smith, thirty. He is his uh, scheduled 2022 cap hit thirteen point five million dollars. He's got a year left on his contract a- after that. If you cut him now, you you take on uh, seven point seven million in dead money. You save five point eight. He's a guy that I also would. I'd like to keep him. I think he is still incredibly productive. I think that O'Connell at his introductory press conference was being sincere in praising him. Would I like to bring that down a bit? Yes, I would. But um, I think defensively, he he very well might be considered to be central to what you're going to do. So I think that Smith is in the same camp as as Hunter. I don't think that he's gone. Like, I think that they'd like to probably extend it again or do something to shuffle things, but I think that they're going to consider him to be a very important part of what they're, what they're going yeah. to do the more I think about it. 
Very interesting how much Kevin O'Connell raved about him at that opening press conference. That's not something you say about a guy that you're about to turn around and trade. They've been a little more measured in their comments about Cousins. They've praised Cousins, but they have also said, hey, listen, it's a long way till training camp. There's a lot to figure out still. We like him. We know he's under contract, but... And they've kind of left room for, if we trade him, don't look at us. You know, we, we know that there's a big contract elephant in the room. With Harrison Smith... Kevin O'Connell just came out and flat out said, like, he is the most important piece. I can't remember what he exactly said, but he just right. just absolute showering of praise. Mm-hmm. And another guy that you got to kind of figure out, what's your plan of attack in 2022 as a franchise? Are you going for it again? Which is going to be tough. But if you are, you're going to need him, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're not going to go for it, if you're going to, you know, you're, you're going to be competitive, but you're just going to take a minute to reset your cap situation and and you're just going to take a breather for a minute and aim for 2023, well, then you have to consider the fact that he's going to be 34 years old in 2023. It is a position that ages more gracefully than some of the other positions on the field, but this is one of those tough ones where he's still really, really good now, but if you don't think he's part of the plan because of his age in a couple years, and Thielen's kind of like this too, but um, you might have to make a tough decision before the gas tank runs empty on him. And maybe if you do that, you can get a second-round pick or something from a team. But this is one of the harder decisions this offseason because of how old he is. He's going to be 33 years old. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But he's also the second-highest paid safety in the entire NFL, according to Over the Cap. So, yeah. I mean, and, and safety like is a graceful position. But, yeah, that's a lot of dough to be paying for paying to one position yeah. at safety. I mean, the Vikings, we've talked about this before, but, like, when you start to look at the way that they construct their salary cap, you know, we've obviously we've talked about Cousins. They're paying a good, not great quarterback. $45 million to the cap this year. That's a problem. Yep. They're paying a linebacker, Eric Kendricks, among the top linebackers in the league at $13.5 million. I mean, he's great, but he's a linebacker. And then you're paying a safety. So of your top five players, actually, of your top six players, you got a running back, a safety, a linebacker, and a good, not great quarterback. It just doesn't feel like the best way to allocate your cap. Absolutely. Well, on and – also, Thielen, what he has to to know, and, and this is why I, I would basically call him, him in and break the bad news all, all at once, is I would say, look, okay, here's the deal. You're great Viking, career guy, that'd be great. But your salary is going to come down because of, of this. Make no mistake, Justin Jefferson is Cooper Cup, and you are a target, and you are are, are a valuable player, but we've got components that we are that are currently on the roster and that are going to be, be here. And I feel like for a long time, rightfully so, it was it was Diggs and Thielen, right? And then it was Jefferson and Thielen. That's gone. It's Jefferson, 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 Jefferson. Adam, that's great. Thank you. But the Cooper Cup player is Jefferson. So, like, that has to be I, – I don't want to hear one word about, oh, I didn't get the ball. No, you didn't. You know why you didn't? Because everything here and, – and But he doesn't, he doesn't complain about that. Are I'm you just saying, saying Thielen's going to complain about not getting the, the ball? Scenes, I don't want to hear about it. And, and what he has to, to know, too, is the whole thing of, well, we had to throw to this guy because Jefferson was covered. Those days are gone. Like, McVay put on a tutorial in the Super Bowl 
about the whole thing about they rolled coverage. He, I don't give a damn. I move my guy around, right? So I'm just saying that the price of poker here has changed because this is no, this is now a one man show, and I like the rest of my guys to contribute, but the one man is the most incredibly important. Yeah. Sometimes I think, like I agree with your point here, but like sometimes I think you pro- you project things on. Like, I think we can all say, including with Thielen in the room, hey, this is the Justin Jefferson show now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, that's Adam, you're a huge part of the offense, too, and I think sometimes you take the extra step of assuming that he's going to be a malcontent about it. I've seen enough guys go. I've seen enough guys not accept their, well, that's great. That's great. And you can win and make a lot less. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right. So the next guy on my list. I mean, but, that's fine. And by the way. He he, he has enough right now. now. He has enough to survive the rest of his life being rich. So I'm going to pay him twelve bucks. I mean, uh, yeah. Well, listen, he's, he hasn't made that much money. Like he didn't make any money. Come. This is like the first real big money that he's he made. Lives in Minnesota, he's fine. In fact, right. hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. How much? How much would you guess Adam Thielen just for fun has made in his career so far? I just uh, looked at this, so I know the answer. Okay, um, it, okay, it is it is fifty million dollars. So okay, he's going to be fine. He's going to be fine. All right, before anyway. you before you. Plow forward into point number more. three here. Why don't you take a sip of your favorite beverage and tell us about it? Oh, let's see here. Uh, you know what? I'm actually going to let's get the show paid here about, first, yeah. and then we'll. I'm going to talk, talk about right now the fact that the first Surly Variety Pack of 2022 is out. That's right. Okay, now yes, it includes the Zolgadian favorite, the Furious IPA. I, yes, I, I, I hear does. IPA is getting a little, uh, little, little arrogant about uh, his role you know, in the offense. His role, in, his role in the variety pack. I've had to talk to him, and I, I sat him down, and I said, "Look, Furious, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We got Havoc Machine. We got Ghost Empire Dark Lager, and most importantly, we've got the Justin Jefferson of the variety pack." Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the Hyper Modern Idaho 7 IPA, and all I'm going to say is you haven't lived until you've tried it, okay? That's the Jefferson. That's the guy. That's my Cooper Cup. I'm deploying mm-hmm. him all over the field, and it's fantastic. Only from Surly Brewing, so check it out. It's the Hyper Modern 7? Is that what was Hyper Modern Idaho Idaho. I think I had, a, I, had a, I had a couple Saturday from what I remember. So they, they're pretty damn good. Oh, they're great. Now they're mm-hmm. strong, so be careful. Drink responsibly, of course, but they are they are mastercraft beers. They're so good. I love how all of Surly's beer names sound like football audibles. Yeah. Hyper, yeah. hyper, hyper modern. Modern. Idaho seven. Idaho, Idaho, Idaho seven. Havoc machine, havoc machine, ghost <laughs> empire, dark lager on three. You're exactly right. Um, Amazing. All right. Anyway. All right. Uh, checklist okay. item number three no, here. No, no, no. We're in the middle of two. I've got more contractual stuff. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm still going. I'm, I'm still going through. These are the important things. No Kirk, though. No Kirk. <laughs> All right. The third guy, Eric Kendricks. Here's where it gets intriguing. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Eric Kendricks, $13.5 <laughs> million dollar cap hit in 22 with a year left on his contract. You're going to a 3-4. Um... So let's just say Thielen, Thielen, let's say you you uh, restructure. So he moves some cash around. Let's say Harrison Smith, you don't. Like, he just stays put for now. Mm-hmm. I think of the four guys, and Kendricks is, is three or four. I think of the four guys that I'm going to give you, I think Kendricks is the most likely to be told flat out, you're going to take a pay cut or be gone. Just a gut feeling. So his contract has two more years left on it. He's 30 years old, 2022, and then 31 in 2023. 
Yep. And so I am not a capologist, but just Play I one. believe what they could do is so he's got he's got two million two point one million left on a signing bonus for this year from his original contract a few years ago. Yep. He's got a nine point one million base. So could they take the this year and next year? Could they take the nine point one million base? And then, uh, like, take a chunk out of that and split it among his signing bonus for this year, next year, which would give you 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 could probably clear like four or five million in cap space. I think, looking at this, if mm-hmm. you did that, mm-hmm. and you'd be put you'd be pushing a little bit more cap into next year. But uh, yeah, he's kind of at that situation where you're probably either going to I, like I would be shocked if they just played out that number. You're, you're, it's kind right. of decision time one way or the other on Eric Kendricks. And I'm torn there because I I like him. I, I think he is a I think he, he has a positive impact on this team on and off the field. But at some point in time, somebody might might have to go. Like, it just get, gets to be a, a cap yeah. game of, okay, if we're going to sign player X, Y, or Z, somebody has to go. Yeah. So I've been trying to project that and guess. And, and at one point, I was guessing Smith. But then when O'Connell talked about him, it seemed sincere, right? Didn't it? Well, the next guy is interesting. All right, so the next guy, the last guy on my list, Michael Pierce. Um, cap hit in 2022, again, same as Kendricks, with a year left on his contract, $10.5 million. If you cut him right now today, you, you take on a dead hit of $4 million, but you save six point five. dollars so, so your savings outweigh your loss right mm-hmm. now. Um, now here's, here's the catch there. In a 3-4 base defense, Michael Pierce's size is ideal. The problem is, you know, he he didn't play in 2020 because of the, of the pandemic, which is fine. And in 2021, battled what? Shoulder problems. Yeah. So, like, he hasn't played a ton. Or something. Yeah. He hasn't played a ton, but in a 34 base, he is absolutely ideal. But, yes, that is one that, is one that I think would actually rile up the fan base zero not that that's important but i think that's the one where if you saw a transaction tomorrow that michael pierce has been cut for cap purposes i think people basically go oh okay cool so would you i mean you know cap money aside here would you be able to to play tomlinson michael pierce and daniel hunter as your as your three down linemen quote unquote in a base 3 4 um Yes, be, well, no, because because in the base three four, Daniil would actually stand up, and be be the linebacker. So the base package of the three would be at this point in time, it'd be Tomlinson, it would be Pierce, and it would be a third big guy, and then and then when you switch to nickel, in the forty three, then Daniil would be the left. Or right end. I'd give you the football sounder, but I'm playing the football music yeah. on oh, yeah. the bar. No, no, so no, I, no. I'm just trying. You're to gonna go. have to just imagine the football yeah. sounders going on. Right I'm now. going through the permeations of of what this would be, but but I think that Pierce is probably Pierce's body type is probably more suited for the 34 base than Tomlinson because Pierce is just a mammoth man. He is a large human being. But I also mm-hmm. don't. But I also don't know that they wouldn't just say, yeah, but guess what? He didn't play much. Um, and he's gone again. And you got to save. You've you, got to yeah, save right. cap space somewhere. We can't just be like rework everybody and bring them all back and uh, hold. Then and go again, sign guys. And again, like the 
yeah, the cap is fake. The cap is fake. Like, and, and there are restructures to be. If, if you did, if you did uh, simple restructures, as they're called, without needing any permission, by the way, right? Of right. five or six or seven of these guys, mm-hmm. you could get like twenty-five to thirty million dollars under the cap without cutting anybody or trading anybody. Okay, and that I don't think includes Kirk Cousins because his con- there's nothing to. You can't do a restructure of that contract. There's only one year left on it. So that, so that, that's not counting the Cousins contract. All right. So, and I think that's what a lot of Vikings, we'll get to your next point here in a second, but I think that's what a lot of Vikings fans are wanting, which is, hey, well, why don't you just play out the last year of, of the Cousins contract and then restructure and kick money down the road on all these other veteran players, clear enough room to sign your rookies, Let's say you cleared. Uh, you, let's say you got twenty-five or thirty million under the cap. You're going to need, I don't know, like six to ten million of that to sign your draft picks, and that leaves you with, let's say, twenty to twenty-five million, which would probably get you a high-end offensive lineman and like an average cornerback, right? And maybe a couple other like veteran pieces here and there, kind of like they did last year, which is a huge problem. Couple more Bashad Breelands, and so then the question is: if if that's what you do with your team, and you've created more cap hell for 2023, yep, is Kevin O'Connell and a new coaching staff enough to take a non-playoff team right deep into the playoffs? Right. Not making the playoffs. Let's not lose sight of what the goal is here. It's not sneak into the playoffs. It is win a Super Bowl, and that's the question they're going to have to answer literally in the next two weeks. And my question <laughs> is this crazy too. Thing. When, when you talk about changing the culture and, and basically fundamentally laying a new, a new culture groundwork here, do you want everybody back to like, like at some point in time, the, the pieces have to move a bit, right? Cause like, if you want it, if, if you're like, we restructured everybody, we got everybody back. Like, okay, that's great. Dude, that's the same about... team. So I'm, I'm just saying that there's a lot of things here to keep in mind. That go I mean, beyond the norm. Yeah. So th- think about all these things that we're talking about right now. These are like the high-level biggest players on the team, the biggest sure. things. And not only does Quasi have to make decisions on all these guys, do you restructure, do you say goodbye, do you trade? He has to get a feel for would there be buyers out there if he put these guys on the trade block? If they said goodbye to some of these guys, who are the free agents out there that they could bring? What does the draft look like? Like, to come in, take this job a month ago, and then have all this stuff thrown on your plate that you signed up for, by the way, huh. in this short amount of time. I mean, it is. I don't know how that dude's sleeping. <laughs> He's probably. I wouldn't not. sleep much. It's nuts. I'd just man. be cutting guys and restructuring guys. It'd be great. Going through contracts. Who can I get rid of? Absolutely. Because deep right? down inside, you want to tank, even though you haven't admitted that you would like. To I do not to want to tank. I want to retool. I want to redo. Mm. I appreciate that. I want cut, to retool the roster. Everybody. I do tank, not man. want to tank. You can't tank. It's impossible to to tank. Football is a sport where it's impossible. What do you mean it's impossible to the tank? Philadelphia put, put Eagles a, put a made crappy the playoffs, ro- dude. Yeah, they but the, made okay, the playoffs. But, okay, but the the Eagles had a halfway decent roster and a top twenty quarterback. And the Vikings are going to be fine. The Vikings are the the Vikings are not going to be to be terrible. Unless they unless they were to let go of players that they won't, they've got they they might have a decent core. We we don't know we don't know because their draft picks from 2021 weren't allowed yeah. to play. Like That's we don't thing. know. I know it's this too bad be we a don't nice know. Young team. It would be nice to know if Wyatt Davis could play because then it would it, like right. You know, you just posted an article on scorenorth.com here that people can check out. That you know we've 
caught some buzz that Brandon Scherf, who's not going to go back to Washington, he he wants to play closer to home. Family in Iowa, and the Vikings are on his list. Yes, sir. Well, he's probably going to cost you like $15-plus million plus a year in free agency. So it would be nice to know if Wyatt Davis could have played a snap and a half last year, right? That, okay, hey, we're actually good at guard because we got Ezra Cleveland here, and he's getting better, and Wyatt da- we saw enough of Wyatt Davis. But we don't even know. Like We're back at square one with one of the most important draft picks of last year because Mike Zimmer just wasn't feeling it. Thanks, Mike. Really yeah. appreciate that. Really appreciate that. All right. The third thing on, on my Vikings combine to-do list for this week. <clears throat> Begin illegal tampering with agents <laughs> yes. for free agents at two places in particular. So I, I've got two spots. Cornerback, which as shocking as this might seem, is a position of huge need. And I'm not joking. No, it is. And Offensive line, in particular, interior guards, centers, right? Yeah. So, so I'm going to throw out a cornerback name to begin with of, of a guy who I, I have a feeling this is circulating a bit here, okay? okay. Um, Gil Brandt, who is like 80 years old now, but, <laughs> but a longtime executive who is plugged in, he is still plugged in, did a piece for, for NFL.com that I think identified 10 players that he linked to teams, okay? Yeah. And, and like, he just, like, was claimed, I'm spitballing here. I'm just trying to spitball. But ordinarily, like, lots of times, these guys hear stuff. Um, the name was DJ Reed, 25-year-old cornerback for, yes, that's right, Phil Mackey, Seattle. your Seattle yeah. My. Seahawks, who, My Seattle. well, I mean, you're out there, who allowed <laughs> a, to, to read the stat here, allowed a catch rate over expectation of minus 11.9%. Wow. Um, that was rate football of, football yep, catch rate over expectation of minus 11.9%. That was better than any player to log 80 plus targets in 2021. So, so he, he, according he to pro, he's going to command like a three year, like a eight, $8 million a year contract. According to uh, pro football focus, by the yes. way, Just a he got thrown at a ton though. Like, like he got picked on teams were like, you can't stop us. And he's like, like hell I can't. And he did it. And this is going to be his first contract that's going to pay him. So the point is, though, Gilbrandt wrote this. And again, just, you know, highly speculated, right? Like, I'm tying the Vikings. I'm just saying lots of times names circulate with teams for a reason. That's an intriguing one because for as much as we talk about use your first-round pick on a corner, sign this, do this, do... At some point in time, this is the type of spot where if you can make a make a splash with a veteran who is still uh, essentially a young player, this makes a ton of sense to to make a splash. Hughes is gone. Gladney is gone. Um, uh, Peterson probably gone. He might be back. I don't think so. Alexander is gone. Um, uh, Dantzler question mark right. Yeah. So if you're going to target, if you are going to approach agents at the common and say hey hey jerry come here a second what's up guys i want to talk to you off the record i'm just saying a guy like dj reed's agent makes a lot of sense to tamper with in the next week so one thing i'll admit i have not done the deep dive because i'm obsessed with kirk cousins only on the show this is absolutely true by the way this is why i have come together with this nice list for you i have not done a deep enough dive on the so we know that 
Ed Donatel wants to run a 3-4 base with different looks. They're going to play nickel more often than they're going to play in base anyways. But what I don't know is on the back end, mm-hmm. in the secondary, are they more zone-heavy or man-heavy? Because according to Pro Football Focus, DJ Reed is a starting cornerback in a zone-heavy scheme. Uh, he was the eighth overall graded cornerback among 116 qualified on Pro Football Focus this year. Yep. And in 2020, he was the 14th highest graded cornerback. But uh, he is best equipped in zone coverage than in man coverage. So just something to something to figure out. Um, also, what was the other thing I was just going to tell you guys? Mm, oh, Cam Dantzler. Yeah. So I think he's a starter still. He was actually funny because his, uh, his PFF grade last year was actually better than his PFF grade in 2020. And, uh, and he's emerged into a pretty darn good tackling cornerback as well and run stopper. So I'm going into the season with Cam Dantzler as one of my starting outside cornerbacks. So I'm looking for a slot corner. Maybe you can bring Mac- Mackenzie Alexander. I don't know. Um, there's upgrades out there for sure. But, I, but we're, whether it's the first or second round or whether it's in free agency, the Vikings are definitely looking for one outside cornerback. I think you just at some point, like you, you got to just trust in some of these guys on your roster that they're going to get better and contribute. Not Chris Boyd. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Don't say Chris Boyd. Cam Dantzler, yes. Don't say Chris Boyd. But Cam Dantzler has been rock solid his first couple years outside of the, the doghouse thing in the first month. How? And so I'm, I'm putting my trust in him. How did a team that, that put such a priority on that spot for so long screw the pooch so badly there? Well, like, I mean, I, mean, I know the char- answer. Character flaw and Gladney. Yeah, I mean, Mike, Hughes Mike got injury. Hurt. And then they, yeah. but I mean, they, they invested first round picks starting in 18 and then in 20 yeah. and both guys are gone. It's incredible. Yeah. It's, it's tough. It's tough. Uh, I, one more thing on cornerback. So uh, the PFF top 100 list, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, holy crap. Uh, 12. There are 13 cornerbacks among the top 100 free agents. There's also 11 guards and centers. So you're, you're so approaching a, these guys, and you're saying quietly, hey, let's go have a drink, and let's talk about your client's future in purple. Does the NFL have just like, you know, I don't know, like, do they have people from the league office in disguise just roaming around the hotel bar? <laughs> like fake on. mustache? Oh, uh, hello. What's oh, going that's on? Drew Rosenhaus is talking to... Uh, Let's see, uh, Quasi. What's going on over there? Oh, hi, guys. Can I... It's a uh, violation. Nice Tampering. Can I slide in? And Who are you guys talking in? about there? <laughs> they got, they've got the waiters and waitresses all bugged and mic'd up. Why don't you talk to the flower there? Huh? Why don't you... <laughs> talking to my notepad. Shrimp cocktail? Is that what you said? Okay. Talk, no, say that closer. All right. Yeah. All right. And then uh, the fourth item on the, the non-Kirk fourth... Cousins checklist. Yes, yes, yes. It involves uh, the Cousins position, but not Kirk Cousins. And that is this. It's an ongoing process, but I really do believe that it can pick up quite a bit this week, and that is formulate the quarterback plan for the future. For Because I don't – you know what? With Kirk, without, mm-hmm. uh, at some point soon, at, as much as the cousin stands and the Crusaders might hate to hear this, at some point soon the reality is it's going to be time to turn the page. And you need to formulate the plan. And here's where, to me, it gets – not dicey, but there are definitely decisions to be, be made. Um, n- number one, 
is there a quarterback in this class that you really like? Because there might not be. And by the way, Dra- draft class or for yes, uh, yeah. draft class, draft class. And if there's not, that's cool. That's fine. There's no pressure. This is not the ponder here. Oh my god, we got to find a quarterback. We got to find a quarterback. But you know what? I mean, if if you like Kenny Pickett, I don't personally because I've heard things. But I mean, let's say you're like Kenny Pickett's our, our guy. That's fine too, because we have to have the trust that between O'Connell and Crazy, they can identify the right guy. But the point is, this is where when you start to see the workouts, and, and I don't know who is going to throw and who won't. Uh, because in the combine, the guys often wait to throw until their pro day. The point is, the 2023 quarterback draft class looks to be better. It looks mm-hmm. to be, and that might be your class. You might say, we are going to wait, but this is where, this is a very important step as far as I'm concerned in formulating that plan, because, you know, we could talk all day, and at times we do about Kirk and about at Kirk's contract and where that's going. Uh, but the reality for the Vikings is within the next few years, it's going to be time to find a quarterback. And if you can find a young one who's, you know, in team control for what, approximately five years, contractual control, which is great. That is how you build a roster that can be super competitive around that guy. Mm-hmm. That's my fifth or my fourth thing. That's the, and that is the, the most hot button of all topics. And yeah, I think, if Malik Willis is there, this is the other hard thing too. Like, if you make a decision to sort of run it back and and try and see how far you can go in 2022, you're probably not drafting a quarterback in the first round. The Packers did a couple years ago, but in retrospect, don't you think they probably knowing what they know? Okay, Rogers stuck around for two more years, rejuvenated his career. Jordan Love looked pretty awful. They could have used a weapon, trade up for Justin Jefferson or something. If the Vikings decide yes. to run it back, they're probably not drafting a quarterback in the first two rounds. They're probably looking to fix immediate needs. Absolutely. But I feel like Quasey's not the type of dude that's going to come in here and just like draft for immediate panic needs on a team that missed the playoffs last year and has cap hell mm-hmm. sitting in front of them. Mm-hmm. But what so I don't see. want, I don't want them to force a quarterback because too. Like if they say, you know what, this entire class pretty much stinks. Okay, cool, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But eventually, at some point in time soon, you have to do what Spielman couldn't do, mm-hmm. which is identify that guy. And if that and if you hit, that's how a Lombardi Trophy surfaces in in the case at TCO. Mm-hmm. That's how the Lombardi Trophy shows up. Later Another thing too, like they're not ever garbage. Like once every ten or fifteen years, they are drafting in the top five. Twelve is pretty high. And you've got some ammunition if you want to trade. You, know, you got a second-round pick. You could trade a future first-round pick to move up. If you really like Malik Willis or somebody, Yep. you could move up from 12 to 6. Yep. And it's another one of those rare drafts, too, where the top five teams aren't as quarterback desperate. So it's, it's, in most seasons, it's almost impossible to trade up into the range of which you, you know, draft the quarterback that you want. But this year, because... There's not a there's not a whole lot of teams in the top five that need a quarterback. Like it's just a it's an easier trade up if you like somebody. So that's another thing to consider. Sorry, Dax. Go ahead. Oh, I I, I was just gonna agree with you guys too that I, th- I think that if they're gonna trade up, this would be the time to do it because this is their highest they've been picking. I think since Barr, Judd. I think when Anthony I think Anthony Barr either went twelve or right at eleven. He's nine. No, it was nine. Eight, yeah, I think was they moved from eight. 
I think yes, I think they moved from wow. eight to nine and took him at nine. So right? they they actually could move up, yeah, significantly and draft a draft someone if they wanted to do that. I'm curious if they do that. Our Vikings vent line panelists this other week said if they were going to trade up to not get a quarterback, it probably would be a defensive end. Like it, it would be potentially Thibodeau would be it'd be someone that if you weren't going to maybe if you're going to move on from Daniil, you'd have to replace that position with or an a elite corner. Player. They I don't might think do it, a corner. I don't think there's some move good up ones. There's a couple really good but ones. Yeah, they could. Stingley is and the sauce. and oh yo oh, oh god sauce. that's a great name sauce, sauce Gardner, Gardner right I love it from uh, from Cincinnati is that right mm-hmm. yep. oh my god I love the that sauce name. That's a great name that's I great would name. take him just to to have a guy named Sauce on my team how great it's, is that name this town needs a guy named Sauce mm-hmm. 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 okay uh, mm-hmm. you know what's mm-hmm. but you know the cool Never thing mind. about the cool thing about Livia is you can still put sauce on things in moderation and lose and lose weight. Oh right. man, man, my my friends, my friends have have helped me lose thirty plus pounds, and I want you to join me now on a weight loss program. The first eight weeks free. That's right, first eight, eight weeks for free. Eight five five go l i v e a livia dot com. And guess what? We've got people who have not only signed up in town here, but we're talking Utah, Iowa, California, Texas, New York. Online consultations, the food shipped to you, Livia, L-I-V-E-A dot com. I've lost the weight. Now now follow my lead because if I can do it, you can too. And get thin, get feeling good for spring. Thanks to Livia. Hello to our friends also at Federated Mutual Insurance Company. So uh, among all the things they do to help business owners, they're also very passionate about the enrichment and care of the next generation, and that would be uh, Big Brothers, Big Sisters, and all of the different tentacles, Big Brothers, Big Sisters, Big Couple, Big Family. Uh, There are so many federated employees that are volunteering their time to help this great organization. And so if you want to find out more, get involved, bigbrothersbigsisters.org. Together we can make a difference. So, all right, boys, until the next rumor turns in the rumor mill. Four-part plan. Mm-hmm. Four-part plan, four things to do in indie. Drink, eat yeah. steak, Drink. Yep. watch what? 40 times. Shrimp, <laughs> shrimp cocktails, steak, and a lot of good booze. Expense account, always in play. Yep. All right, boys, that's a wrap on this episode of Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment. We got you guys covered in what's going to be a very compelling, interesting Vikings offseason. Every single day, we guys, we got you guys back here. So uh, stick with us, Purple Daily.